you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. Welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, CJE, Mr. Doty Fade. On tonight's podcast, it is Ryder Cup Week. We'll take a look at Team USA, Team Europe, player profiles, casting couch psychology, predictions, best bets, wives and girlfriends, the works. Hey, Johnny. Surprise, Words. Oh, my God. You fucking... Pried me out of the dark hole I've been in the last three weeks to get me to do another goddamn show, huh? Yeah, I did. What I words once he gets. Hadn't seen you in too long. <laughs> yeah. Haven't seen you since yesterday. Two days ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday. Words, I saw you yesterday when I had broken my first sweat in at least like three months, you know. Uh, we we had announced, or I, I proud, proudly announced that I'm going to be a dad, and literally since I made that announcement, I've just, gained 11 pounds. <laughs> just been eating. Hey. When we did that whole weight gain challenge, the whole Bryson thing, like, you know, several months ago, I I deliberately tried to gain weight and I couldn't do it. And all I had to do is hang around here and postmates Brahms like multiple times a week and I can. I mean, fuck. I'm over I was over 180 pounds and that was Sunday and I immediately went to the gym and busted my ass since. So um yeah, here we are. You're learning, John. <laughs> yeah. Good work. Yeah, I went to the gym once. Now I'll now no, I'm, this at weekend. E- I'm at the eating part. <laughs> oh yeah. Not your like thirteen minutes on the treadmill no, busting your ass. Thirty. Ooh. So fuck fuck you by the way, also oh. because I've gone through two of those brownie cookie things that you introduced <laughs> me to from Trader TJ's. Joe's. Yes. Yeah, those are deadly. I've got one in there right now where don't even fucking <laughs> think about it. Uh, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 one of my wife's favorite treats now. <laughs> Good, and I fall. Uh, I just kind of also hop along with that, I guess. Unfortunately, so easy to do, Bob. Good, yeah. Well, hey, hop on the train, baby. Oh man, it has been a while. What's new? College football's back. Lane Kiffin got COVID. How many college girls do you think he had to lick to get that thing? <laughs> that or just you know. Maybe he had sex in a bathroom of a bar with a college chick. Who knows? <laughs> Every time I think of him, I think of Will Ferrell in old school when he's just like licking that girl's face. Ah! <laughs> yeah. God, if Kobe and Smut are able to run Lincoln Riley off like they did Mike Stoops, and by the grace of God, Lane Kiffin takes the OU job, we're we're moving to Norman. <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. I lived there for 23 years. I don't think I'll ever go back. I'll die before I go back. I'll die before I um no and you know lane kiffin you know he looks looked pretty good he shed about like 40 pounds in the off season <laughs> i mean fuck he was covid yeah well i wouldn't be if it's like john rom he's this is probably the second or third time he's gotten it who knows jeez um what else you went you went down to 
game, what, two weeks ago? You didn't go to the Nebraska game, though, did you? Yeah. yeah oh, you did? Yes. That's right. Okay, great. Yes. Was that your was, first one? It was chilly. Yeah. Uh, yes, that was that was miserable. And, again, I hate to keep saying this, my pregnant wife was fucking miserable. We lasted about eight minutes. Go down to, like, the underhang, just, like, hang in the shade for a little bit. I want a beer because it's a fucking football game. They sell beer there. The line is no more than, like, 75 fucking people deep. Luckily, we run into our guy, a guy from our lead, Rodney. Uh, Rodney's sister-in-law was at like five people deep in line, and so we used the whole like, "Oh, hey, good to see you." Hey, can we get a, get in line with you? Can we cut behind you, please? <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I ended up getting a couple beers that way and not having to wait the whole fucking time. Yeah, just breaking rules. That's good, man. Yeah, I've never, I've never been afraid to fucking cut somebody in line. Are you kidding me? No, but, like, I could tell the lady behind us was pissed off. Like, oh. she was just like, what the fuck? And then we're like, oh, uh, Maggie's pregnant, so, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just, you know, we're not even going to drink. We're just talking to you, catching up with old friends, you know. Uh, I'll have four beers, please. <laughs> just, like, total scumbag move. Yeah, I'll take hers. Yeah. No, no, four, all for me, bitch. I wish it was Rafael Lovato Jr., a couple spots in line behind you. He probably would have been like, oh, my God, he's in the Camorra. He would have been like. You know, like, I appreciate your um, honesty with saying that your wife's pregnant, but if you think you're cutting me in line, I will fucking guillotine your bitch ass. <laughs> yeah, he's real smooth like that. Yeah, he is smooth. <laughs> no shit, he is. Um, but yeah, go Sooners look great. Maybe pay, paying Spencer Rattler was the worst thing we could have ever fucking done. Mm. Yes. Yeah, we, we could spend a lot of time on OU football, sure. so we'll just move, turn the yeah. page quickly. Great. Mark Davis, he's back back in the news. Not really for anything. He just looks like a fucking little troll in his little like white velour jumpsuits. <laughs> what was he wearing at the? Are you referring to the game where uh, against the Ravens? Charles Woodson, yeah, yeah. Char- him and Charles Woodson were drinking like fucking cognac all night. <laughs> <laughs> that was Cavatier. <laughs> yeah, Charles Woodson definitely like. I- Either he had that brown glass of, of whatever it was in there, Cavassier, you know, bourbon, who knows. It was brown, I know that. And it was, I'm sure, very, very nice crystal that he was drinking out of being in, in Al Davis's suite. It's Al Davis? Mark Davis. Mark, Mark yeah, Davis, Mark. yeah. Uh, either, he had, <laughs> either he had one glass that he nursed on the whole time, or he no. was fucked up. <laughs> Overtime. <laughs> Another round. They, they don't stop serving fucking booze in the suites, especially not Mark Davis's yeah, suite. Yeah, no shit. It's so funny. His little pumpkin pie haircut. <laughs> crazy asshole. I, I Googled him after that, and one of the articles that popped up was he got in an, uh, an accident. He got sideswiped in Vegas on the street. I remember that. <laughs> you know what kind of car he drives? It was it like a Mini Cooper? <laughs> a fucking Mini Cooper. <laughs> like, this is too perfect. <laughs> hey, just so you know, Words and I did not talk about this before, but yes, it was a Mini Cooper because I knew that. Like, Why is he driving that? <laughs> You're so sick for remembering that. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, and I've always wondered, it's like, how does that motherfucker get up every day and look in the mirror and, like, think that he's presentable? Like, wear a fucking hat or, like, shave your head, like, or get a new hairstyle. I don't know, wear a goddamn wig. No, the acid wash jeans are coming back, man. He knows it. White acid wash. Well, it's funny because I don't think he and and, uh, Gruden look alike, but they both kind of have that weirdness to them, like the whole Chucky, you know, they call Gruden Chucky. I mean... Mark Davis could be Chucky's fucking, like, <laughs> dead grandfather. I no, don't know. They look like cousins. 
They do. And I <laughs> before the I think it was that same game, uh they showed it like there was the fans, you know, all the Raiders fans are fucking crazy, but there was a little kid dressed up like Chucky and it was like <laughs> demonic as fuck. Like it was crazy. You did that for Wheezy for Halloween. <laughs> oh, she'll be she'll be a princess or an angel, I'm sure. Yes, she's going to be a princess. Pumpkin princess. <laughs> oh god. Oh, John, you're just, you have no idea what's getting ready to happen. I know. Um, words, other than that, I mean, have you played much golf since we last spoke? Yeah, I played with, at Quell with our Quell buddies oh, that's last right. week. Oh, my God, I almost killed Stephen Bryant. Um, <laughs> I was long and right. What did he do wrong? <laughs> 12, <laughs> by accident. And uh, I was in some fluffy shit. Twelve to part. Wait, yeah, twelve. Part three. To part three. Yes, long and right. Ugh. So I and was, the pin was in an awful back spot, and so it was downhill. And then long is, you know, that pond. And so I open up the club face, and I take a full full swing, and I blade it, and it's heading right towards Stephen, who's you know thirty feet away maybe, and it's going right for his nuts. And by the grace of God, it hits the dead center of his putter shaft and drops to the ground. But if it would have hit that... Two-putt bogey? (laughs) I I took that dub. I was a little shook up after that. Uh, If it would have had that, like, thud, like, hitting the skin, I would have vomited right there on the spot. There's no doubt about it. I've, as you know, I've been hit by my fair share of golf balls, and it doesn't feel good. <laughs> no, fuck no. It I don't know. Not. I don't know why, but I think I'm the only person who can like say. I swear to God, I think I've been hit by a golf ball in, like over five times, like maybe seven. Really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was hit in the face once in second grade at Alex Benton's birthday party. It was at that driving range. It was like kind of a celebration station type deal. It's in Norman, like on Highway 9. Yeah, it's called Perfect Swing. It's, yeah, it's gone now. Yeah. yeah. Or is it? I was out of golf balls, and I took two steps forward to go pick up one from just like right there. And the guy to my right, Darmique McMullen, <laughs> hit one off the— Shanky? Yeah, shanks. Hit me right in the face. I got hit by a shank on a driving range in the back of the head. But, you know, that's uh, you're bringing up all scars here, words. It is. I know. Yeah. Um, that's funny you mentioned that, though, because, you know, I, I took uh, there was we had a guy in town for, for where I work. And so we took this guy. He's from Minnesota. He doesn't get to play like golf in Minnesota is like four months out of the year, basically. And so same thing. He was not a great golfer. I mean, he broke 100 each time. So, you know, it could have been a lot worse, I guess. But we are uh, went, went out to Jimmy Austin playing 15, which is that long-ass par uh, par 3, um, you know, 236 yards. I made two. I hit it to, like, three feet. But that's not the story. <laughs> Trent, the guy I'm with, I should just let his name be remain nameless. We're playing with my boss as well. He's in the fucking left bunker, and he blades it out of the bunker and literally soars right over my boss's head. And my boss didn't even – and we're like, oh, shit. Didn't and see. I'm like, dude, for the best. that almost took your fucking head off. You have no idea. So, yeah. Um, my golf game has been hit or miss. That's for goddamn sure, and it's mostly been miss. I had one good round, and that's that's really all I can write home about. So, Yeah, it's a tough game. It is. It is, and they punch now. It's green punching season, so you know, got to hold your breath for another like three, four weeks, and then it'll be cold. Um, yeah, I'm hanging it up. I think I'm maybe got one more round in me, and then we're gonna just completely wipe the slate clean. Shit, I may play left handed next year. <laughs> yeah, that hey, 
trust me, Brooks, I think Brooks and Dustin make that shit look pretty easy, but I couldn't hit the broadside of a fucking barn left-handed. That's nothing, John. It's nothing. Okay, so what else, man? Yeah, nothing. Um, lots of TV. God. <laughs> uh, NFL Sundays have been great. I mean, been fucking amazing. I've, I've done my move where I brought the second TV in. This Sunday, I can't fucking wait. I'm going to have TV or NFL on one, Ryder Cup on the other, and I probably am not leaving the fucking couch on Sunday. What's new? We actually played each other in fantasy last weekend, and luckily I had a tw- I had a twenty five point lead that did not last. But luckily I don't get upset about fantasy sports anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, words. It was pretty funny. I'm not mad. Yeah, nobody likes hearing about other people's fantasy uh, teams except for we got to tell this one because I call words Monday morning just to kind of like I, I forget what I was even calling him for. Just probably like. I, it was definitely not related to fantasy football, that's for sure. I'm like, hey, so are we doing are we doing a surprise Ryder Cup show Wednesday or what? And he answers the phone. He just says, hey, what's up, Lamar Jackson? Who was words as quarterback who went off the night before. Oh, I did say that. And I was I? like, oh, man, well, I wasn't even going to bring that up, words. Thanks. I mean, it's not over. I could Aaron Jones could score three touchdowns tonight, Ugh. and he scored four. So, Come back. <laughs> English wins again. Oh <laughs> J.E. beats words yet again. Oh, Satan. <laughs> Satan wins again. All I could think about that if you beat me, you'd be like, well, at least I won football, not golf. And like, I was going to have to be like, well, fuck, we'll play again this year, blah, blah, blah. But I won, so <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just another humble victory for J.E. <laughs> Hey, with all due respect to everybody else in the league, you and I, 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 there was one other guy that put up points like that, so... It was going to suck for either one of us to lose because those were two very, very good performances by our team. So at least uh, if you're 0-2, at least you scored a lot of points, right? <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's, like, I said, fuck, like I said, I don't get upset about fantasy fuck, anymore. <laughs> fuck fantasy football, all right? <laughs> what else? Um, oh, yeah, who died? Who died since we've been gone? Norm MacDonald. It's a sad one, man. It, it was. It definitely was, and obviously shocking. Apparently been battling cancer for, like, several years and just didn't want to come to public, like, announce that because he didn't want people to feel sorry for him. Very Norm MacDonald yes. likes to do. Uh, which I, you and I kind of talked about this. Dirty Work was one of my oh. favorite movies of all time growing up. And uh, <laughs> I always like to cut people off in the middle of, like, long stories where I just say, Here's your two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> when he when he pays the homeless men to go wreck the uh, quote whorehouse, but really it was like a it was like a fr- sorority house, right? It was like the the sweet grandmother's sorority house or uh, daughter's granddaughter's sorority house. Yeah, it was. It they was, put like fish and shit in there. Yeah, they, they messed it up bad. And uh, the Saigon whore who bit my nose off. <laughs> yeah, that's the Saigon whore. Yeah. Chris Farley, yeah. Um, He's dead, too. Yeah. Hey, at least Chris Farley died of a coke, coke or a speedball overdose, you know. Norm, it's obviously, it's a shame to go out to cancer. He was only 61 years old. Older than I thought, but, you know, RIP Norm McDonald. So it's much better to go out cocaine, heroin mix? Fuck yes, it is. Cool, man. I mean, I bet you Chris Farley felt awesome right before he died. <laughs> <laughs> hmm... I actually do have a Norm McDonald story. Uh, there was a guy or girl in Houston, I can't remember, but um, they had a job uh, in Los Angeles working for a management company, and the first you know, 
question I asked was like, okay, well, which star is the biggest asshole out there? And they're like, Dennis, Dennis Miller, easy. Dennis Miller is the biggest asshole. And then they're like, but the weirdest person by far is Norm Macdonald because, you know, they'll book him at, you know, cities all across the country or whatever. And they got to be checking on him to see like, okay, are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Uh, and Norm Macdonald will answer the phone and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm at the airport. I'm getting ready to go on the plane. All right. I'll call you when I'm there or call me when you're there, whatever. And they call him back a couple hours later. He's like, yeah, yeah, I just got on the car, and uh, yeah, I'm heading to the venue right now. And they're like, Norm, we just talked to the driver. There's no one that showed up. He's like, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm at my apartment. I'm not going. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> swear to God. That's pretty funny. Uh, to go along with that, too, Den- de- got a pretty good Dennis Miller story, speaking of assholes. Okay, go for it. <laughs> no, not really. But our boy Grundy uh, ran into Dennis Miller at WrestleMania. <laughs> And literally, Brooks, Brooks, uh, or I'm sorry, Grundy was. Uh, we had just gone to the Final Four in Houston, and uh, Sunday night was the was the was WrestleMania at Jerry World, and OU had gotten their ass kicked by Villanova, so we came back early, and so he came back and went straight to a tailgate to go to WrestleMania. And he's coming back from the concession stand with beers, and he's like yelling, screaming, and he sees Dennis Miller. He's like, "Oh my God, Dennis Miller, what the fuck?" And he goes. Man, this guy's all sorts of jacked up. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> he got a picture with him. <laughs> okay, so Dennis Miller's not an asshole. Yeah, he took a picture with a fucking drunk motherfucker. <laughs> I also heard a funny back to Norm McDonald's story this week, though. Uh, he was doing like a state fair, and I guess that there was like a pig competition at the state fair, as there are, but there was also like lots of family members in the audience and whatnot. And Norm comes out and goes straight into a pig fucker joke. <laughs> and like only Norm MacDonald can, you know. He takes a joke that should probably be like, you know, 45 seconds and la- makes it last about five minutes and just like it's pig fucking this and pig fucking that. And apparently there's just like droves of people like heading towards the exit. So, yeah, no one could bomb or kill like an old Norm MacDonald. Yeah, I saw a short little bit where Barbara Walters like did not yes, like. Yes, on the view. <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable. <laughs> no, Norm, you shut it. You, you, you hush your mouth. You're supposed to be funny. This is just not my week. <laughs> Anyways. Babs. R.I.P. Norm MacDonald. Nice. Okay, John, let's get into Ryder Cup talk. Whistling straights, Pete Dye design, it's playing long as hell. What do you got? Well, words. I hate to I hate to keep saying this kind of thing when we go to courses like this, but I've played there. Yes. <laughs> it's always it's always fun to toot my own fucking horn on this show, huh? <laughs> now, uh, I did play Whistling Straits. It's it was uh, a couple years back, and it was fucking awesome. Uh, Better than Kiwa? Yes, Whistling Straits may have been the best day of golf I've had. Um, anytime somebody asks me my favorite course I've ever played, I give them two answers usually. Southern Hills, Whistling Straits, and it's a real toss-up. And I'm probably just partial to Southern Hills because it's here in the state. But Whistling Straits is unfucking believable. When you're playing, you know, there's several holes that run across uh, Lake Michigan. The water looks like you're in the fucking Caribbean. It's weird just because it's white sand, so it, it just appears blue, but it's a fucking lake, you know. Um, so, I mean, just unbelievable. And obviously this week I think they're expecting some fucking serious – wind uh you know i think it was really calm yesterday but i do think that they're going to get some pretty shitty weather at, not rain or anything but it'll it, the wind will pick up and so it's a little chilly too i heard some guys today 
uh, on PJ Radio, my boy Colt was talking about how this course is more like a European course than probably any other venue they could have chosen in the United States, obviously. I mean, it is it is set up like a fucking British Open, basically. So, um, With that, though, we've also heard, like, this course completely sets up for the Americans because there's not a there's not a lot of rough and the rough that is out there they've got it sh- mowed down pretty short so we're, we're able to spray it and you need to be able to bomb it there um, and that is what the Americans are good at. I mean, there's some fucking fescue around this joint, dude. You can't just spray it. As, I mean, I literally heard them talking about DJ hitting a drive. I forget what hole it was. It was maybe like um, maybe nine or something, and him having to pitch out. Like, I mean, there, there's going to be some of that just because there's, you know, yes, the first cuts off the, off the, off the fairway aren't bad, but there's still that thick fucking hay that these guys can wind up in. Um, but there's a large part of the course that will play downwind. Um, even when I played it, like I drove, I drove a, a green out there and of course I was not playing where they're playing, but comparatively, um, there's several holes that set up to be able to potentially risk reward driving greens and downwind some of these 400 yard holes are not necessarily out of play for a guy like Bryson but uh, I'll never forget 17th hole par three right on the fucking banks of Lake Michigan just a fucking picturesque goddamn hole I hit a beautiful six iron to about 15 feet I missed the putt but whatever um but yeah it this course is as good as it gets and I am just excited to watch a lot of golf this weekend. Yes. Well, what else about the Ryder Cup's intriguing? I mean, there's only one guy on the European team in the top 10. That's John Rahm, who is also probably playing with the biggest chip on his shoulder after getting slided for PGA Tour Player of the Year, going to Patrick Cantley. So you got to be looking for John Rahm to be scoring some points if you're Team Europe. Outside of that, I mean, who's playing well for them? Um, Paul Casey, his game's been really solid for – 18 months or so Rory you know he's been kind of hit or miss honestly this whole season you know who else besides that Tommy Fleetwood's had a bad year Terrell Hatton's had a bad year I think from the press standpoint there's a lot of people that are emphasizing the importance of Victor Hovland this week a lot of guys really think that Victor could be the guy that potentially is a difference maker for team Europe which obviously we love hearing we love Victor we're huge Victor guys but Victor's a guy that is without question going to play all five segments. Um, you know, guys like Baron Weisberger, you know, who knows? Maybe he gets in there for like two segments. And then you got, you know, obviously Rom, Rory, the stalwarts. I got to think that even though Sergio may not be in the best form and was a captain's pick, he's the winningest point getter in Ryder Cup history. So I've got to think that until he proves he can't win points – He's going to be out there for most of the... He's had a pretty good history at Whistling Straits, too. I think he's got a couple of top 20 finishes. Um, do you send Victor out with Rom? I mean, Rom's only played in, in one Ryder Cup also, but I Rom's team has to score points, and like the, the Europeans have to see the points coming from him because you know if, he, if he's not scoring them, then it's it's going to be tough sledding for them. But so do you you send Victor out with Rom? It doesn't look like that's what they're going to do. And I, I really thought that they were earlier in the week. Um, Sergio really fits well with Rom, but apparently they don't get along very well. Just two fiery Spaniards. Yeah, um, you know, and I think that's funny because, you know, it's like Sergio, like, takes a guy like Joaquin under his fucking, like, you know, 
Yeah. It's like him and Joaquin just hit it off, and apparently he doesn't like fucking he doesn't like Rom that much, but because Rom's uh, better. I, I gotta think that the team Europe might turn the clocks back a little bit. You know, Westwood and Sergio played together way back. Damn near 20 fucking years ago. Uh, is it Belfry? Belfry? Uh, way back when. 2002 was the first time those two played together. They mowed him down. And and Sergio, you know, he goes back all the way to his first appearance in this goddamn thing was when he was 19 years old. And, and that's crazy to think that guys like him and Westwood have literally... Sergio has more experience than I think most of our fucking team combined. <laughs> He's played in more matches, I think, than... The entire team USA combined, I believe. So, I think what I what I think is the craziest thing on paper, John Rahm, obviously number one in the world. We have the next like eleven of the next twelve, yes. all on this team. Yes. And, and Westwood, who you just mentioned, has played like shit the past half, the last half of the year for sure. Sorry, so, go ahead. No, yeah. no, I just that's what I mean. It's just like we should not lose. It's crazy. We are a two to one favorite. And I got to think that, yes, that sounds like an easy bet, but, like, fuck, why not put 100 bucks on Europe at, like, plus 200, <laughs> you know? I think the safest bet is for the USA, not, maybe not even to win outright. You're right, because crazy things happen. Um, but the USA to win Sunday singles overall, um, I just don't see, like like you said, Rom, yeah, I can t- see him taking out someone. Victor, yes, maybe. Rory, okay, but the bottom half especially, I mean, it is slanted USA's favor hard. Yeah, and, and obviously, I, I saw that our combined team world ranking, the average for our team is like 8.4. Obviously, that that's what happens when you have nine of the top 10 on the team, but you throw in Baron Wiesberger, who I think is outside the top 100. Um, not to mention when you talk about major championships on our team versus their team. I mean, historically, Americans have won more major championships in a landslide over European players. But, you know, when you look at it, yes, John Rahm has a major. Yes, Sergio has the, the lone masters. But other than that, you've got a really fucking, I, I mean. Rory, and then, then you really got to look. Obviously Rory, but then, oh, Sh- Shane Lowry does have a major, but. Other than that, that's it. Those those four guys are the only guys that have won majors, which, and it's not like we have a fucking shit ton by any means, but, you know, you throw in guys like, you know, Colin Morikawa, who's, what, 24 years old. He's already won two. Brooks Kepka's got four. DJ's got two. Um, Spieth has four, right? Four for Spieth or three? Um, JT. I mean, basically everybody, and, and the guys that don't could argue that they probably should have, right? Um, so I definitely think on paper, we are the clear cut favorite, which is why I think the betting odds are set up that way. But there's a reason why Europe has won what seven of the last nine. Yes. And nine of the last 12, I think. So fuck those stats. I mean, our young ass team, they weren't even alive when some of the shit was going down. So I don't really, you know, yeah, if you go back 20 years, yes, they've kicked our ass and the miracle at Medina really like just leaves an awful taste in your mouth but if you take that one out when europeans had like a the biggest sunday comeback in the history of the the event you know we've we've held serve um i guess it was just once since then well 
I just I just hate that we the U.S. players and Justin Leonard, you know, bombing that putt at Medina. And it's like, why did they have to? No, bail? no, no. That was uh, Medina's one. We we chose Brookline. Not, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I just hate that they made Ben Crenshaw. You know, I just got a feeling about this. You know, it's like, shut all- up, Ben, you crazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking called a huge comeback. It was just as big as the one of Medina. Yeah, it was lucky. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going for Euros this year. Yeah, yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, and while we're on that topic, Riggs is sorry ass. We don't bring him up very often at all, ever, actually. He is such a joke. Because Kevin Kisner did not get on the team, he is, like, standing by that he's cheering for Team Europe, and he looks like the biggest douche loser in golf, right? And in, in social media golf, I should say. He is. So, anyways, that's all we'll say on that. Yeah, we're we're cheering for Team Euros for honorable reasons. <laughs> yeah, because I, f- I forget what it was. Now it's been so long. Yeah, because bitchy boy Brooks and Bryson. Yeah, and because Paul Casey. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, words. I mean, I, it'll be intriguing to see like some of the pairings. I mean, that's got to be the biggest, most intriguing thing of this thing. Who's going to play together? I think we know. Morikawa and, uh, or I'm sorry, Xander and Cantlay are definitely going to be a team. JT and Spieth are going to definitely be a team. But then from there, it's kind of a toss-up. And, you know, I told you this, and you said the simple words that we say when we start talking golf when we're not on, so, uh, on this show, save it for the show. I want to see Bryson and Brooks team up together for the best ball. No. I want to see it. No. God. You talk about a thing that could just absolutely – it flipped on its ear and sink the entire team it could but what if if they won you don't need to do the opposite you don't don't need need to take the risk what if we did put brooks with tony like they did in france and they actually played pretty well together and that's what it looks like they're gonna do and i think that the guy the odd man out here that has to play with bryson is looking like scotty scheffler or i've also heard morikawa it's like, hey, you two young fucks, you got to play with Bryson. I think they need to split up JT and Spieth, personally. Spieth's game sets up really well um, with Bryson because Spieth is not afla- afraid to play from anywhere, and you know Bryson's not, a- not afraid to put it in some weird spots when you're swinging as hard as he does. Well, isn't that why Patrick Reed got all bent out of shape because Spieth didn't want to play with him? Yeah, and Spieth so. and Justin, well, we're best friends. We want to play together because it's special. So what's going to stop him from doing that when they say, it's Jordan, are you going to play with Bryson? Is he really going to just take one for the team? I don't know. No one knows. I mean, what has been said behind closed doors these past few months? Speaking of what's been said, we haven't talked about fucking Brooks's ass. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. Uh, what was it? Something along the lines of, oh, it's just really weird. There's lots of annoying things you have to do, lots of obligations. Uh, we can't work out. You know, it's the opposite of a major week. You think I want to fucking play ping pong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, what a rah-rah guy. What's, what's just annoying about that whole cool guy comment that he made was, you know, on one hand he says that, and then on the other hand he's like, I mean, there needs to be more loud, rowdy, rowdy cran fans. They need to be able to talk, you know, interact more with the players and like that's what this Ryder Cup is you asshole so you can't just be like oh I fucking hate everything I just want to watch you know Bravo with Jenna and then go play golf and then come back and watch more Bravo with Jenna or, or go to a fucking Bruno Mars concert and wear a fucking weird ass outfit <sighs> the Jake Paul fight <laughs> God, listen I love Brooks I'll always love Brooks but 
But I only love him for 16 days out of the year. He needs to. He needs to. He he and Bryson are kind of victims of their own creation. You know what I mean? It's like they both put their foot in their mouth more often than anyone else on tour. And maybe it's magnified because it's those two and they have that bullshit ass rivalry. But I just think that those two playing together. It would be great to see them go and stomp a fucking mud hole in someone and then us all fucking forget about this whole bullshit-ass feud. Now, Brooks, after his comments, especially, uh, we didn't even get into he also said, like, I mean, you got to worry about someone else's shot. I mean, what what's that about? Like, what? Okay, well, you're not playing alternate shot then, Brooks. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you out last every day so you can go, you know, go to a 15-minute team meeting and then you can go, you know, watch Bravo all day with your fucking... <laughs> fiance and then you know where you need to be you don't need to cheer for anyone you're the anchor well i will say that i would hope that brooks could adapt and it will adapt um especially i mean he's too good to leave off of the alternate shot deal but (laughs) what you just said reminded me i've been watching golf channel you know live from all that bullshit when i just not sleeping at night and it's funny to see guys like <laughs> whenever Tiger and Phil were paired together and Phil sliced one so far uh, left OB and Tiger just makes the fucking, like the camera pans in on Tiger and he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like those two got steamrolled, you know, because Tiger and exactly. Phil hated each other. And that was, <laughs> yeah, that was a hometown implosion. Yeah. And thanks, Hal Sutton. Yeah. I mean, that was that was not very good, but. Um, the, That's what could happen if you put them together. <laughs> well, I mean, so okay, so we've pretty much touched on all the guys on the on the team so far, except for the two guys that I think are probably the last two odd men out that will potentially play together: Harris English and and your guy Daniel Berger. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it'll be intriguing to see all the different. I like know, Harris with um, Bryson, and he's not going to get his, you know. He's low key, and he nothing's gonna get him too rattled, except you know, <laughs> the back nine on a Sunday if he's trying to win his own tournament. I really think that you could put Berger, English, and Scheffler with anybody. Period. I think Xander and uh, oh, Scheffler, yes, not Shoffley. Yeah, yeah no, Xander Zan- and Cantley are. I forgot they're I, they're boys. They are best buddies. Their wives are really good buddies too. Yeah. Hey, are we going to get into that later? Oh, yeah. We, we've got a whole WAG segment going. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so that all sounds good. The one thing I want to see, and, and we, we can still break down all the pairings. We talked about Team Europe, who we think is going to be paired together somewhat, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the one thing I, I mentioned and I want to see, and, you know, I, I listen to PGA Tour Radio all the fucking time. Half my takes are probably just regurgitation of what I've heard someone else say. Which is fine. But. The way they do the pairings here versus what they do at the President's Cup, they literally just, like, unveil the pods, and it's, like, set. Rather than doing, like, a I pick a guy, you pick a guy, which was what they do at the President's Cup, which sets up so much fucking better to get the matchups you you want to see. Yes. And so— Here, you just—yeah, you fill out your entire lineup, and there's one big reveal. Yeah, and so, like— it wasn't a coincidence that Rory and and Patrick Reed played that you know that magical match a couple years ago. Like there was, you kind of know who's they, going out. They set that up. You're, they fucking set that up that way. Then and, and supposedly you know who's going out first. I think. Well, there was there was definitely something behind that. I think, like, and there was like an inner workings to make that match happen. And what I want to see, and not that this is like the marquee matchup, 
but there's such a debate between who's the fucking player of the year. I want fucking Cantlay and Rom in singles on Sunday. Yes, if you're and, a Euro, if, and I and, and me, I want Rom to beat his fucking ass. But yes. I want the USA to win everything else. If you're on Team Euro, you want that. If you are Patrick Cantlay, especially, you do not want to see Rom this entire week. Yeah, and and, and I hide Patrick Cantlay, even though he's. He's aces. He's awesome. Yeah, and he could win, but, you know, and apparently Rom, you know, he missed the cut at the fucking tournament last week. Yeah, and yeah whatever. Why was he even playing? I think exactly. one of his sponsors Probably. was Fortinet or whatever, but I do want to see that matchup. I want to see, uh, you know, it'd be fun to see, like, Rory versus Jordan or Rory versus JT. Uh, but talk about a guy flying under the radar. Rory, you're not hearing shit about Rory this week, and I don't know why that is, but I think that's – right where Rory wants to be. Yeah, he's going to need – I mean, someone else is going to need to swoop in and help Rom. And it's, you know, we haven't even brought up – Poulton? IJP, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking cunts everywhere I look. It's like, and I don't even know anything about the team. I'd rather go 0-4 and, and win than go 4-0 and lose. <laughs> Why the fuck do I care? You know, I, I'm kind of surprised that um, he took Ian over Rosie, um, especially in the – Oh, what what was that? The, the PGA that they the, the European PGA that they play at Wentworth the week after um, our tour championship. The BMW. Um, that that may be what it's called, but it's their PGA tour. They're, it's like their major over there. And is Rosie, that the one that Billy Horschel won? Wentworth, yes, the yeah. one Billy Horschel won. Yeah, the BMW and championship. Rosie got a top five there, and you know he's been kind of lurking the, the the second half of the year, and um, I'm a little surprised that Harrington left him off. Well, I can tell you why words because. Ian Poulter has an overall record of 14-6-2, and two, and he's 5-0-1 oh, in singles play. Yeah, well, that can go – you can go 0-4 oh, quickly at his age and on this girthy golf tournament, or course, I should say. <laughs> what about Ian Poulter and girthy? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I just I, – I think that – to not have the stalwarts, yes, Rosie, former number one player in the world. Here's great. what it was, because he had to use a captain's pick on Lowry, too, because uh, Brent Weisberger, um, he got top five, and that he was an automatic qualifier. So he was hoping, uh, Harrington was hoping that Weisberger wouldn't make it, honestly, and sure. so he could have taken Rosie. So words, uh, one other thing that I wanted to say about the, the teams, and the, more specifically the captains, if they were going to do an all-out fist fight, Team Team Europe would beat the fuck out of us. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I mean, you got obviously Steve Stricker is the captain. Couples, Furick, Zach Johnson, Davis Love, and Phil. Oh, you're just talking about amongst the coaches? Yeah, if they if they fought. Okay, yeah, you got Keimer. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. crazy German. You yeah. know how they get. Okay, so talk about Luke Donald versus Zach Johnson in, a, in a, like a fucking <laughs> fist fight, more like a fucking pillow fight. No, I'll take Zach Johnson. He's got that bulldog in him. <laughs> but then you got Graham McDowell. Henrik Stenson, and then you got Big Robert Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight fight Stenson. Well, I think Freddie would just be like, "Hey, man, let's just go smoke some weed." Yeah, like, exactly. Freddie Boom Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Furyk's too old to fight. Phil's it's a like, douche. How about instead, instead of fighting, I get you laid. <laughs> Come on, follow me. Let's go down to Houston's. We'll go down to Treasures. All right. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> anyways. Wow. Yeah, great topic, John. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's talk about WAGs. Okay. Um, Speaking of which, I mean, I've, there's way more infighting between the, the wives and girlfriends, in my opinion, than there probably is amongst any of the 
the real dudes who were playing in the actual tournament. And let's not forget that, you know, it was just, what, three years ago that the infamous Dustin Johnson, uh, Brooks Kepka fight happened with Paulina and Jenna. Right there in the middle. <laughs> Which, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. Helped launch this show. Because, you know, DJ got engaged. Well, officially engaged. I mean, they've been engaged for seven <laughs> years, right? Uh, but they got engaged, engaged earlier this year, and he's been playing like shit the whole time. But you just know Paulina was like, listen, DJ, if Jenna is getting engaged to Brooks before I'm engaged to you officially, I'm going to hook up with Brooks again. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it was Brooks and Paulina, or you think Dustin fucked Jenna? Probably both. <laughs> A little bit of both. Yeah. They were all like in yeah. on it, kind of, but like it's like, you know, back the plane antics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is, makes for a funny thing because, you know, at the at Sunday night, apparently all the, te- the teams get together. They party together. Yeah. Well, I mean... Like I said, Tiger's not playing this year, so hopefully Team USA isn't half as drunk as they were in Paris. Agreed. So, words. I got I to gotta say, you know, as far as the wags go, it's going to be hard to beat Paulina, right? Yeah. yeah, she's number one. But if it's you, I mean, Tori. Where do you, where do you put Tori in the mix there? You know, obviously Daniel Berger's girlfriend, Tori Slater. Yeah. You know, Zan's, Zan's wife is really just kind of understated so hot. Yeah, they just got married, uh, sh- you know, not too long ago. She's uh, best buds with Cantley's wife too. So Cantley, that's his girlfriend. Which oh. that good for him. <laughs> good, good for him that he hasn't bit the bullet yet. No wonder he won the fucking tour championship. Yeah, her name is Nikki Gudish. 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 And she's actually she's really good looking. I mean, what would you expect out of this? Remember that picture we posted Can't of him like, yeah. of him at the, with all the chicks at the pool? Cantley just rakes in the ass. <laughs> yeah, he's got such a personality. Actually, his fucking press conferences have gotten exceptionally like they're great. <laughs> I I like Cantley more than I did a month a month ago. It's crazy what winning does, doesn't it? Yes, uh, Maya is Xander's wife. She's kind of an exotic looking oh. girl here. Oh. You know? Um, let's see, you know, I've, I've never, like a Gishin princess, <laughs> JT's girlfriend, Jill, like she's eh, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Come on. JT's peace. Mm. Yeah. And Tony just throw, throw his wife out. Hey, she's, no, she's I had like, like seven hey, kids. You know I like that. Come on. <laughs> but I hit here some good bullshit. I forgot from, from whom, but yeah, put, put Tony with Bryson. Cause he's got, you know, like seven kids. So he knows how to deal with kids. Yeah. And, uh, obviously, you know, if, if DJ's lurking around, Scotty, you better hide that sweet girl you got hiding around, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Meredith ain't safe with DJ on the pro- property, bud. All the players like, don't put me with DJ. He's going to fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then, of course, I mean, Team Europe, Europe's packing some pretty good heat. You know, Erica Stoll, Rory's girl, ain't no slouch. Yeah, all the ones who married Americans are really hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got Kelly, Kelly. <laughs> you got Kelly, you got Erica. I mean, uh, only thing, you know, Angela, she's American, but she's she's just kind of yeah. She looks British, yeah. <laughs> but words. Then there's Fleetwood's old ass wife. <laughs> she's shit. She's older than she's older than Stricker. <laughs> she kind of she's got to get a gilfy look though. Yeah, she? she does. Yeah, for having a fucking son that's damn near my age. <laughs> uh, I didn't even realize. Did you know that uh, Paul's wife is his wife's name is. Pollyanna, <laughs> Poland, Pollyanna, Poland, Pollyanna. <laughs> and don't forget words. Your number one's also here, Helen Story. Oh God! Wonder if Helen. she. You think she's gonna be on the bag for Westwood? No, he brought a son, so she could do oh. all her wife stuff. Oh, 
So he's gonna be he's gonna play like shit. All right, we're chalk it up. USA is winning. There it is. <laughs> Helen's story is on the bag. Yeah. USA difference wins. maker. Yep, difference maker. And I swear to God, <laughs> Tommy Fleetwood's wife could be his mom. <laughs> <laughs> What's that thing on his face? I don't know. And by the way, Poulter, his his fever blister is back. <laughs> Poulter's? Oh, yeah. The herp train. Well, would it surprise you that Shane Lowry's wife isn't exactly a looker? You're dick, man. Okay, okay, we're done with this. We're done with this. Um, Be on the lookout for wives and girlfriends and cat fights. Yeah, seriously, if you want to know what we're talking about, just simply type in... Team Europe WAGS or Team USA WAGS Ryder Cup, and you'll be able to judge for yourself, okay? Yeah. And Send us what you think. And just remember that words and I told you first, <laughs> Team Europe is losing because Helen's story is not on Westwood's bag. Mark it down. Mark it down. All right, so what do you think final score is going to be? Close? Not close? USA? Euro? I think, I think Team USA... Oh, big fucking brain buster here. Team USA gets the win. I'm going to go final score 15 and a half, 13 and a half. Okay. I'll go 16 and a half, 12 and a half. Okay. I think it's going to be pretty big. I think USA is going to try to make a statement. Okay. MVP for Team USA. High point, high point, man, for USA? Yes. <clears throat> Who's going to go out five times? I'll go with Xander. Wow. You took the words right out of my mouth. But just since you already took No, that- you got JT. Mr. Olympics. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I, I love the Xander call. Uh, I, I shit. I, I'll, I'll go with Jordan. I'll go with Jordan okay. Spieth. Um, okay. just because I think you know, obviously Xander. I think Xander Cantlay got to go every every session. I think. I believe JT and Jordan probably go every session. So I think it, it was, all comes down to singles. Spieth had three in Paris, I believe, and I think he and JT were kind of the lone bright spot. He and Tony too. Tony played pretty well, but he only played in three uh, three rounds at, or. Three matches, I believe. So, okay, Team Europe. What do you got? Who do you like, Team Europe? I want to see Vic Hovland. I mean, Rom is the easy like. Oh, it's gonna be Rom, but I think uh, Vic Hovland or Paul Casey. Okay, I like those picks. I'll, I'll I'll just echo those sentiments. I'd love to see Victor play well, even though I want to see us win. Um, just hopefully Victor plays well and makes a name for himself. You know, it's kind of crazy. It's and it's a testament to Paul Casey being in his what early to mid 40s now and he is playing truly playing the best golf of his career because he's he hasn't played in a ton of Ryder Cups he's missed out on a few and he's never been like a oh he's playing in all five he's playing in all five um, matches or waves I can't think of what other what they're so yeah words he's played in four Ryder Cups yeah you'd think he his overall is four three and five crazy he has the fuck out of some matches I mean, compared to, you know, you think of, like, his contemporary, Lee Westwood, this is his 10th or 11th? Yeah. 11th. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Nuts. Um, One guy we didn't mention the entire time, words. Five old Mouskowitz. Matthew Fitzpatrick's (laughs) on this team. Well, he's been playing like shit. (laughs) Yeah, the the whole short game that he has. I mean, yes, he has a short game, but he can't hit it out of his shadow, which is going to hurt him here, obviously. So he, I can't think, is going to play more than two sessions, so... Yeah. Well, I can't wait. It's an awesome event, and um, like you said, I'm I'm not even playing on Friday. I'm just gonna I'm watching all day. Well, that sounds wonderful. Words. I'm gonna get my round out of the way early. Not early, but I'll play at noon. I'll watch some in the morning, and then I'll catch the tail end when I'm done. So, 
Saturday and Sunday, I am watching golf. So ought to be a fun weekend. Good deal, man. Well, it's good to be back in the home studio again. Yes, and I hope that this catches many people by surprise. I hope people care, even though the league's not going on. I hope you guys actually listen to this and care to listen to me and words as shitty opinions about this. No, and thank you if you are listening. Who doesn't want to hear us talk about Fleetwood's wife? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, he's listening. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Oh, God. Okay, there's one more thing that I like can't stand listening to right now, and that is, one, just Bryson being like, Oh, we're, we got something for you guys. We got something for you guys. Like, just shut the fuck up about you and Brooks. And that and two is like, are you guys ready to see Bryson hit some? Are you ready to see Bryson go after one? I'm like, yes, I've been watching all fucking year. I'm prepared to watch him swing hard. Sorry, yes. I just had to get that off my chest. I just get so fucking sick of him sometimes. And you know, he's he's obviously done the training. He blistered his hands yeah. up the week oh, before. Oh, his hands are blistered. He's oh going God. to participate. They call it the World Long Drive. It's not World Long Drive anymore. It's it's that thing, I think, went bankrupt. And so they're just doing a World Long Drive just contest. Berkshire's League. And it's going to be Kyle. So I'm sorry, Bryson, but you're going to get your ass kicked Kick. by my boy Kyle. 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 So. Uh, hopefully I can stream that somewhere. It's probably on some shitty ass website, but who cares? I'll I'll be watching it. Yeah. And the other thing, it's just like you know, like all oh, the Euros are so close, and they have this like connection and this bond. It's like fucking bullshit. You think Fleetwood and Molinari were buddies before last year? Nothing breeds friendships like winning. <laughs> Molinari's not even there this year. Oh, How about that? Yeah, he's falling off after the going face five of the and zero. Oh. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, nothing creates friendships like winning. So all we got to do is play. Just play your game. There you go. Coach words. <laughs> there you go. All right. Anything else? Um, it's football season, so fucking don't forget to go check out opolisclothing.com. You can still enter HIN69 to get 25% off anything you want there. So there you go. Nice. All right. I believe that's all we got. You guys enjoy the Ryder Cup. We'll talk to you in January. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh, my goodness.